Yo, 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 what's going on, y'all? How y'all doing this evening, man? Welcome to another sparking conversation, y'all. Well, y'all know what we do. We get on here and we chop it up. And today, I got a really great show for y'all. You know what we're going to do? We're going to talk about real estate investment. We're going to talk about a little bit more than just real estate, but we're going to talk about real estate investing mostly. Because one thing about our community is that they don't really pay attention to different ways or, or ways that they can bring in different income. Like we understand so much how people, you know, in the rat race each and every day, they go to their nine to fives or whether they work from home now or whatever the new culture is. But the, the thing is, though, is that when we get down to really thinking about our future and thinking about those that, you know, that really are looking up to us or looking towards us to really make a difference in their life. Sometimes we got to think a little bit past just our paychecks or like paying the bills at the moment. We got to think a little bit more than that. We got to think a little bit past that. We got to start putting ourselves in a mindset where we could jump out there and really maximize on what we are earning. So that's why it's real important to have this conversation. You know what I'm saying? But first of all, before we do that, you already know I got to get into the sponsors real quick, which y'all already know with Collective Wear. Y'all know what we do, man. So y'all know where to get it. We got the fall line going on. You know, I got on the uh, God and Goddess collection, as you can see. Y'all know how to get in contact with us. If you want to get any of the merch, y'all know just go to the tree. When you go to the link tree, it'll be up there. It'll have a link that says merchandise. And then, yeah, man, you can just go ahead and, and cop the merchandise. You can get the long sleeves, hoodies, sweatshirts, and the tees. You know what I mean? So thank y'all so much for all the people that do support because a lot of people do hit me up and they do support the brand. So I want to just thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all because it's very important to make sure that you show love to the people that show love to you. All right? So so thankful for that. So again, like I said, what we're going to do is that we're going to talk a little bit about real estate investment. I got two, I got two ladies in the building and yeah, man, they going, we're going to get into it because what, what goes on out here. And I think is, a, a it's a miscommunication though, you know, and what the miscommunication is a lot of times is that people always think that they can't do something or they don't have enough to do something. It's always something that has to do with money. When it comes to making money, a lot of people make the excuse that, oh, I don't have money to make money or I don't have money to invest, you know, but that's not really the case. It's a lot of ways where you could be out here, you can be investing and things like that where you don't even need your money. You can invest with other people's money, you know, which is very important to know. A lot of people don't know that. But it's so important to get the right information. And not only that, get information from people who are already doing something. So I'm about to introduce one of my guests. I have my other guest who's here. She, uh, something happened, I think, but she's going to jump back on in a minute. But uh, yeah, so what we're going to do, I'm going to let my judge jump in and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hi. Hello, hello. What's going Hi. on? Thank you. I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? Good, introduce good. yourself to the people. Uh, my name's Salasia. I am um, from Raleigh, North Carolina. I've been um, doing quite a bit of, I do a little bit of everything, but um, one of the things that I'm passionate about is real estate investing. And so look forward to chatting with you guys about that today. No doubt. No doubt. So you, um, you said that you were uh, from Raleigh. Yeah, so I'm originally from Richmond, Virginia, but I was moved down to Raleigh about um, 13 years ago. And right. um, 
I love it there. And then I'm actually in the process of moving back to Richmond. So I'm I'm always moving all over the place. But um Oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Ra Raleigh is home for for the for the last 13 years. Okay, dope, dope, dope. So Richmond is just fine. So we got Tracy in the building. So I'm gonna bring her in. Trace, what's going on? Hey, I can't hear you. You can't hear me? No. Oh. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can hear you very well. Hey, yeah. Hey. I don't know. Yeah, we can hear you. You sound loud and clear, too. Hmm. But select, but I, I'm not sure what's going on, y'all. Okay. Well, we'll figure it out. You want to... um. If you go, um, well, we probably could do is like connect and reconnect again. Oh, you can't hear. Hold on, let me see if I can get you in the chat. Let me text you. All right, so Salasia, we're gonna try to um work on getting Tracy's uh mic situated in the background, mm -hmm. but we could talk a little bit um until we get it together. Mm -hmm. So Richmond, so Richmond, Virginia. I have some family out in Richmond, yo. I kind of mm -hmm. you know, Richmond is, is different, yo. The vibe in Richmond is is really it, different, yo. It's, it is. Um, so my family is all originally from New York and they moved here. I'm the first grand that's born here in Virginia. So everybody else is from up top and um, I, they're only here because <laughs> they're all here. That's, that's right. I, I don't think there was anything about Richmond that's like, man, gotta live there. <laughs> so. Right, right, right. Richmond is different, y'all. I, mm -hmm. I ain't gonna lie, but, but you know, it's cool though. I'm not going, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to knock Richmond. It has a really, real deep history. And it's good to know that, you know, people like us are out there investing. Mm -hmm. In, in, exactly. in the area too because you know richmond it has a history yo, and i know mm -hmm. a lot of people don't really know the history of richmond and then there's that do they they but then they have a real history so uh yeah we we appreciate mm -hmm. anybody who take the time to go back and reinvest in richmond and kind of get some of that back so let's talk a little bit about the different investments that you do so mm -hmm. you know you do multiple things right you do mm -hmm. more than just real estate but as far as your real estate portfolio, what made you get into real estate? Um, so I worked in banking for a long time and um, eventually ended up working in wealth management. Right. And um, the one thing that or one of the things that was common every time I would talk with somebody that had amassed a certain level of wealth was that real estate was somewhere in their portfolio. And so um, for me at the time, um, I, it, it was important to me to, to figure out how to get a piece of that. And so I started with, um, my first house I bought with the intention of it being in a location that would rent well. And, um, I lived in that house for a year and then I bought another one, lived in that house for a year. I bought another one and I repeated that process four times. Um, right. and, and that was kind of what kickstarted my, um, interest in, in, in investment real estate overall. 
Gotcha, gotcha. So, all right. So, you got the first one to live in. You lived in it for a year, and then you mm -hmm. got another one. So, did you move? So, what did you do? You moved in each new one each year, and then rented out the one that you previously lived in. Yes. So that was a process. It was easy for me to do it that way. Um, right. that I understand that that's not ideal for everybody to move every year. Um, but. I did it that way because it allowed me to get into the real estate market without doing um, a whole lot of money down. Because with a lot of investment real estate, you have to put anywhere from 15 to 20% down right. in certain loans or depending on the type of loan. Um, but in this case, I was able to put anywhere from three to 5% down, gotcha. get an ideal interest rate and just move on to the next. Dope, dope. So when you, did you happen to use any uh, programs or whatever, anything like that? Because I know a lot of times, which a lot of people don't know, but then some do, like, you know, FHA mm -hmm. will allow you to, you know, as long as you live in a property for a certain amount of time, you know, boom, boom, mm -hmm. boom. And um, so when you went and got your first property, did you go into it with the idea of this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get this. I'm going to live in it for a year and I'm going to get me another one. Or did something transpire during that time that no. made you? Yeah. I, so I went into the house knowing that I eventually wanted to rent it. And actually that first house, I was there for three years. Um, gotcha. But um, I did buy that house with FHA. Um, I was there for two and a half to three years. Um, and then I, I bought a house in a, you know, not too far from that neighborhood actually. And then, gotcha. moved. um, but yeah, I bought that one knowing that I wanted it to be a good, I knew it was going to be a good rental area. It's close to school. It was close right. to, um, location was everything when I was kind of picking out which houses I wanted to purchase. Gotcha. But no, nah, that, that's not a bad, I know you said it's not ideal, but hopefully people that watch will kind of look at that as a good strategy because most of the time when people rent you know they sign a year lease anyway so mm -hmm. either they're going to resign or they're going to move each year anyway mm -hmm. depending on if they do that based on market value or if they based on you know they want to save on rent or however that go mm -hmm. you know or upgrade you know but in in that in that process people do so that's not a bad way to look at it though i mm -hmm. kind of like that, like if you gave yourself a plan, like you gave yourself like a certain amount of time, like this is what I'm going to do. So once you got the fourth house, mm -hmm. I did that. Did you continue going from there, or did from there did you jump start into another one of your hustles that you wanted to do? Um. So when I got the fourth house, I'll start off by saying I had always anticipated my first house being a rental. Right. I think in the back of my mind, I thought I might get two or three. Um, so then when I got to the fourth, it was like, okay, uh, you know, this, and, and at this point equity was continuing to grow, um, right. I pull equity out of the houses and do other things with it. Um, and so by that point, my feet were wet and it was just a matter of trying to figure out how to, you know, expand upon that. So I pivoted a little bit. Um, from real estate and got into trucking around that time. Um, into, into trucking? 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. As far as like driving or just owning the trucks? Uh, so I did with a partner. We um, he drives and and I kind of run the books and run the administrative um, side. And so we went and kind of used what we had accumulated from the real estate and put that into the trucking business and got that to a point that it was up and running and bringing in good income. Oh, that's um, and so, and then once that was kind of on its own, on its, in, in, in running on its own, um, I pivoted back to my first love and um, went into, up until that point I had been doing buying properties just to put a tenant in it and move on. And so um, I wanted to see what the flip fix and flip world was about. Okay. So I got a couple of properties that I renovated and sold um, mm. for a little bit, which was good. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's cool. So when you was doing the fix and flips, did you continue to still have the rental properties or did you get mm -hmm. rid of the rental properties? Yep. I um, still have my first rental property to this day. Um, I ended up just using the equity that had built up in those four rental properties and was able to use that to purchase the two flips that I did. And so gotcha. I didn't have to come quote unquote out of pocket um, in order to purchase. And, and that was one of the many benefits of, of real estate. You know, it's always appreciating. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's the one thing that you can, even if you have a, a down market here and there, you can almost 100% guarantee that it's going to grow and back. Yeah, 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 definitely. So let me ask you, so when you, like, that whole process is, like, what we said, you know, going from, you know, jumping in, getting everything together with the real estate, with the four properties, and then moving over. So do you do your own property management? So I, with my rentals, I don't, um, I really was a matter. I wanted to find the property. What I enjoy is the hunt. I wanted to find the property, put whatever fixes I was going to put into it. And then after that, turn it over to the property management. So I do not have to deal with the day-to-day -day stuff at all. I get okay. an email that says, this is what's going on. And here's when your check's coming. That's okay. it. <laughs> Bet. Cause I was getting ready to say that. <laughs> That's gonna be a headache. All right, let's go uh, see. Let's see what we can do with Tracy. See if Tracy can get in there. Can, can you she hear, hear us? Yeah, we can hear I can, you. I can hear you too. Yay! Hey. It was working hey. and then it wasn't. Oh man, well, you know how that go. I'm glad you in here though. All right, yeah, all right. So, hey Salasia. Hey. All right, so we were chopping up with Salasia for a little bit. She was getting into it. Um, we kind of got up into you know uh getting into the truck, but we still got a few more things that we gotta get into, but Okay. I'm glad you're here. So introduce yourself to the people because we got to make sure we get that in properly. Okay. Well, I'm Tracy uh, Pink Camera Bevan. Pink Camera is a nickname because of all the construction. I do um, residential renovations, uh, property management, cabinet sales, flips, buy and holds, you name it, in real estate, everything real estate. Um I'm a licensed real estate agent for uh, North Carolina. I have my own firm. And um, then I have a project management business where I assist clients who either have don't have enough time to manage their projects because they have full-time jobs or they have other businesses that they're running. 
and they need someone to kind of help them with the flow of things, manage the contractors. So I, I have that business on the side. And then right. I also do my own homes where I group up with other investors and we purchase and flip houses. So. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And let's not let's be let's be quite clear that Pink Hammer go for more than just you know what I'm saying <laughs> that nickname is for real because it's a male dominated business. This is why right. this is so great to have this conversation with you two ladies because you know it'll been typical for me to reach out to a bunch of males that's in this business and let's get their their you know point of view, but. A lot of times, you know, a lot of things take place with males that are different when it comes to women. Because what I like to note is that, you know, when y'all have to deal with men who y'all have to tell what to do, no. whether it be a contractor <laughs> or whether it be, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. like, you're, not, you're not setting me up for the... the <laughs> listen, listen, we got to get into it because it's important because one thing I don't like, like we, we, we talk... Like a lot of times amongst people, we get together and we talk, right? We talk about right. a few things in our community that are not right. One of the things that's not right is that we don't protect our women like we should. Yeah. You know, people yeah. put us in a position to say, yo, we only can protect the women that we have in our life based on what they do to our lives. But that shouldn't be the case. Like a woman should be able to walk around anywhere and still be protected by the men that are there, regardless if they know her or not. So a lot of times in this business, we know men have a hard time with taking direction from a woman. And that, and that's every species of man. I swear, I think even the dogs is like, we're not taking answers. Like, don't tell us what to do. Like, I, I, every male species is having a problem with women telling them what to do. And um, it, is, it is all about building those relationships. So... And I'll let you jump in, Salasia, but I, I kind of miss so I'm going to fill it. Just to let you know some of the things that happened to me. I've been held at gunpoint by a black man. Sorry. Am I supposed to say that? <laughs> but, I mean, sorry. you got to tell your truth. Nah, this is what it's um, about. I've been told um, I won't work for women by a Hispanic man. I have been standing next to a house with a clipboard t-shirt, all dressed in my khakis, and been bypassed by some inspector going to the toothless, half-drunk man standing on the corner because he was Caucasian. And I've watched, I've had, and then at the job sites, I'm either their mother, because, well, the reason I'm pink hammer is because I used to wrap all my tools in pink, hot pink um, duct tape right. because the guys would steal them. But I literally did the work. I mean, the drywalling, the light fixtures, the flooring. I was at the job site for almost 12 years, physically getting up in the morning, my cup of coffee, picking the guys up, going to the job site. Right. So I've been confronted because they go through their money over the weekend and they want more money on Tuesday. So now they're going to, you know, try to flare up and boast up on me because I'm a woman and they think they can intimidate me. Right. Um, I've had, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I'm, it's crazy. I've had people want me to pay them for work they didn't do and literally go and cut water lines and think, I guess, I guess the, so what I'm saying is that as a woman in this business, I mean, really digging into the, from the bottom up to the top, even right. in the boardrooms and stuff, under, right. I get underestimated, um, you know, and that, I'm, these are just some blues, some negative stuff things right. that go down. There are some very positive things. I had some, I've, of course, if I've been in it 20 years, there's been some very positive things, a lot of right. love, but these are some of the bad things that do happen exactly. just because 
I'm a woman. When I walk on the job site, I can't even be friendly. You know right, what I mean? I've had guys ask me to go get them water, and I'd say, you know, motherfucker, do you write the check? Can you write your own check? <laughs> I, I get you yeah, the water, yeah. and you can write your check, right? Right, like, right, right, right. I, I turn into his girlfriend or his baby mama yeah, or, yeah, or yeah, his yeah. sister or whatever, right? He's he's I'm relatable, so he started relating to me in the wrong you know, the, from the wrong point of view. So but it's good though. We need to know this though, because one thing about it is that um we want to encourage more people to get into investment because it's enough for everybody. And the mm -hmm. way that it's set up, you know, everybody needs somebody on the ground a lot of times to help. It's a whole, all different types of ways for people to get into real estate. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, some people need to know, like, yo, don't be afraid to be who you are. So, Salasia, have you ever dealt with anything on, you know, with your property? Because <laughs> you you said you did some, some, some buy, some fix and flips. Mm -hmm. and, and and all that. So I'm sure you dealt with some contractors and some things yeah. going on. A little bit of everything. Um, I think definitely to piggyback off of what Tracy says, when you get on the job site, as much as you might be that friendly person, you almost can't be that right. with a lot of your contractors until you really, really develop a long, long-term relationship. But um, because the moment that they see that either A, they, they you're already going in a, an uphill battle. They already feel right. like you don't know what you're looking at. You don't know what you're talking about. They right. can do any kind of work and you won't know what to call out or what not to call out. Right. Um, and then a lot of them will try to be buddy, buddy, but they kind of like stabbing you in the back. So right, right, you, right. you constantly um and and i feel like this is more so for women than the, it, it, it's a, it's across the industry altogether right but um i definitely think it's a little bit harder when women go in because you you're having to prove yourself in every room you walk into um, and that's why i think it makes a big difference for the people that like tracy uh and like myself who actually have been on the job sites and do work, do um, work. Yeah. because you're going to a learn more than you ever would just sitting behind the desk. And then right. B um, it, it demands a certain level of respect right. Um, right. to know right. that, that I'm right here beside you. I'm looking at what you're looking at um, and you can't pull the wool over my eyes. Right. 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 Yeah. Which is the most important part about, being an investment or being an investment, being in a woman, being black, we have all these things against us. And not only that, you know, a lot of times for men, you know, they still have this thing inside of them where they feel like they got to take advantage. I don't know why, you know what I mean? So that's why it was important for you guys to speak that because, you know, what we want to do is make sure we get awareness out that, you know, it, it's a way to do this and you're going to have to deal with a few things if you do jump in this mm -hmm. business. But be be willing to stand on your square and be like, yo, or we can always figure it out. Like if you got family members and all that, listen, they could be a part of the team without being a part of the team. Mm -hmm. Everybody could put on a little uh, a little with you, a little polo or something. If, mm -hmm. if, if that's how they got to look professional enough to let them know that they can't play with you. But the one main thing that I took from both of y'all ladies that's very important is that when y'all walk on the job site, you could be who you are, but you cannot be friendly. You can't mm. be friendly. You, you can be cordial, 
Mm-hmm. Of course, respectable, of right. course, but right. you cannot be friendly. And that's one thing about it when it comes to doing business, keeping business business. Right. And people don't understand the difference between that. So let me ask y'all, either one of y'all could take this question. But another thing I want to do, because I want to get a little bit more into the positive part of it. But when it comes down to making sure that a deal is a deal for you, mm-hmm. what's kind of the mindset that you got to be in whenever you're looking at a property or you're looking at a, fi- a scenario like, because both of you ladies do fix and flips, buy and hold, you know, so... What's the mindset that it takes for you to look at a, a property and understand if it's a deal or not? Um, I'll jump in on that one. Um, for me, a lot of, so I've done a couple of fix and flips, but my, um, what I think I flourish in is, is buying holes or short-term rental. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. And so for me, I have to take the emotional out of it um and mm. really just look at the numbers is this a property that can i when i drive around can i see that they're bringing shops in the area that they're bringing attractions that they're the the properties are getting renovated um you know does it does this look like a place where growth is progressing to or is there a certain level of convenience to other things that right. are growing um that make this property worth it whether i love it whether it would be the house right. that buy for my mother, whether it would be any of those things, um, doesn't matter. Out of it. Right. it really just is, you know, does this, do the numbers make sense? And in the long term, because my whole plan when I got into real estate was to make sure that at a period I wouldn't have to work for a check that, Facts. that, the investment real estate that I had gone into or the long-term rental properties that I went into that regardless of what happened with social security and investments and everything else, that right. this was a check that I could count on, um, not have to get up for per se. Um, and so that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at in 10, 15, 20 years now, when this mortgage is paid off or whatever else, is this going to be something that can continue to turn a profit and continue to give me that consistent check? Fact. While it's still building equity at the same time, exactly. right? Exactly. I, so, Tracy, Woody, how do you feel about that? Because, you know, you went, you went well, in, and I know you got some cabinets, so you in there. Like, you you actually in there when it comes I'm to... I'm in there. When it, yeah. So, so this play off Salasia, so is she. Salasia digging ditches, mm-hmm. Pulling, put building fences, um, painting houses, the same as me. Like I started off painting houses and then, you know, I started off uh, um, helping the system, my ex-husband. And then the, 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 the investors realized that I had an eye for, I call it Walmart posh. Which is mm. Salasia knows that. So we're we're taking a little, mostly Walmart, mixing it with a little Neiman Marcus for that little pop, that little, you know, mm. and, yeah. and staying within the budget. So it looks more expensive than right. it costs. And it's sellable. You you know, mm. it's all about the resale. It's all about can you get somebody to rent it? Can you get somebody to buy it? Otherwise, it doesn't even make sense to do it. Is this a house that someone wants to live in? Is this a house that someone wants to either way you buy and hold or you resell it they're living in the house it's a personal thing for them so you want it to be comfortable so i have learned from my from my perspective when i and i i like fits and flips i don't like buying holds i I, i'll do a buy and hold renovation mostly for another investor right but 
I love to fix and flip. And it is really about the location. It is right. about the numbers. And it is not like she said, I, to spin off a of Salaysia, a lot of people get in there and they go, well, what I like in my house is what I what 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 I don't like cabinets that color. I don't like that kind of floor. But we're we're in the budget, right? Salasia, Salasia is a number. Mm -hmm. right. And if we have a five thousand dollar floor budget, and what you like is putting us at six thousand dollars, but Dang you're it. not going to live there, right? Right. right. So we, we have to do, we have to pick something that's going to go with the theme of the house, the color scheme of the house that fits within the budget. And don't worry about if you want to live there or like it, you're not, you're not going to live there. And then the resale location, is it, you know, is it one of those spots where people are standing in line and making multiple offers on? If you right. get a house right. that's way out on some back country road with no paved driveway off the street and there's potholes and mud that you got to get in to get to the house. The house can be worth, you know, $700,000. Right. But, but you nobody know, gonna live there, yeah. nobody, they don't even want by the time they get their car back there to go do the viewing or the showing, they've already got a bad taste in their mouth. Now they're looking for every little flaw in the house they can find. <laughs> right. So, That's you know, right. You want to set it up so that it has the beautiful curb appeal. So when they pull up, they want to go inside and see more. Right. Then they get inside and everything is elegant and simple and it fits the budget of the house that you the price point that you're selling it at. That's exactly right. Not the way you want it to look. So mm -hmm. emotions, take your emotions out of it. That's two, that's two processes in real estate that you know, I want to make sure that people pay attention to when they watch this is that you have to take your emotion out of when you get in your, when you're getting the work done and right. you have to take your emotions out of the way that the, the, the place looks like right. you can't be in there talking about, yo, I want marble this and marble that. Like right. if, if, if you want marble this and marble that, then right. you got to realize that you must got a clientele that's looking for that already. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You can't go into a process looking at it, how you would look at it. And then now you in there got a whole house that so somebody walking in and be like, yeah, I don't like that. Right. Because they won't. If, specific. They got it right. because people won't. Because if it's something basic, white, clean, elegant, if a person really want to go in there and do something, they can see potential in their own eyes. Like, yo, I like this, but when I buy it, I'll come in here and do this. Yeah, let them. Yo, you do whatever you want once you buy it. But at yeah. the end of the day, you don't want to over, like, what they call it, um, you know, um, when they, they call it, when you go in there, you making it up or you over dramatize a place right. trying to oversell it. You know oversell it. Right. I, I, you know how many times people have purchased a house and the investor went through hell and high water to get this special chandelier. And they, the first thing they do when they move in is take it down and put something they like from Home Depot. Mm -hmm. Like wow. it happens all the time. And they spend wow. three three hours and $350 mm -hmm. on something that literally lasted 30 days. Wow. That's and that's some things that people should know because when they get into this, whatever portion of real estate investment that people get into, because it's so many different parts of it. And mm -hmm. and people, I think that's a lot of things too. People get caught up in the HGTV. Oh, mm -hmm. yes. Speaking. Version of real estate investment. Mm -hmm. So they think that that's what it is that's all it takes that's what it is that's what you do and it's right. always like that but they don't understand to take research 
It mm-hmm. take sometimes it take having a small little team too. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Of people that you know that's dedicated like you. And not only that, a lot of times, like you ladies, both of y'all said it gotta make sense. So numbers, you gotta be willing to like, you know, be willing to crunch the numbers and know how to crunch the numbers, then know where the value lie in this property. Because most people don't know that their exit strategy. Like I know Salasia yeah. earlier when we was talking, you was yeah. like, Yeah, you know, I bought this property knowing that I was gonna rent this property out. Right. I didn't go into it, you know, with an ego. Oh, I'm buying me a house. Oh, I got right. me a house. Oh, I got right. me. Right. You know what I'm saying? You didn't go in it with an ego. You went in with a plan. You was like, listen, I'm trying to get this money. Everybody I talked to said in their portfolio, real mm-hmm. estate is in there. So I got to figure this out because if everybody millionaires and they say part of them being a millionaire got real estate in their investment, then I mean, their portfolio, then I got to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And you did that. Same thing with Tracy. Like you were saying, yo, you used to paint. You started from painting and helping your ex-husband mm-hmm. and then y'all moving on. And then you like, yo, hold on. Right. This- I, I'm about to do that. And so this is what makes this fly because that's part of it where people don't understand that you don't have to HGTV is fine. I get it. But right. that's not it though. Yo, word up. I, I don't believe that that's the mindset people should take going into real estate because they got to deal with stuff like y'all said. Contractors, egos of men, and emotion. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? So let's let's talk about this real quick because you guys don't all only just do real estate like it leads into other things when it comes into it like we understand real estate is the most important part but we understand that y'all do like so ladies you got into like you do trucking and tracy you was doing cabinets so let's talk about that for a minute because i think that's mad interesting that a person would take something that is literally needed in a house an apartment in a trailer, <laughs> a cabinet. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, think about it. It's almost like, yo, when we think about getting money, what business do we buy? Most people go get a hair salon. They do all this other stuff. Nobody buys toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? Nobody buys a paper towel company. Right. That was the first thing. Like, anytime a storm or anything, the first thing that goes, paper towel and, and toilet paper. You're right. I was like, what was that mm-hmm. all about? That was and really we, odd. It, it's like, yo, what are we doing here, yo? Like, mm-hmm. we, yeah, like these are businesses that we don't buy. Like, these are things that I'm saying, like, but in everybody's house, it's toilet paper, paper towel. So, mindset again, I want to make sure we stay on that mindset. So, what made you jump into the fact of doing cabinets? I think it's dope. Well, but what it made was crazy that? because. So um, I had a friend that had an account with the cabinet company and I was an investor and I did all their houses for them. And this was back in probably from 2008 to 2016, 17 or something like that. And um, so I started buying my cabinets from their off their account. And then Mm -hmm. I started um, doing the other contractors they would come to me and i would they would pay me just to manage the ordering and the delivery and then i kind of um took over and created my own account and i realized that not just the contractors needed but then there are investors that need it there are um builders that need it there and the home i'm not i'm not so much into doing um occupied 
homes. I, I, I right, 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 right. If if it, if someone's living there, you most likely won't see my face. Pink cam is not showing up because right. I can't take the temperament, the mood swings, the the beer budget, and the champagne <laughs> taste. And yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I can't take that. But like when you when you're giving me an empty space where we have a a, a chance to create, right? We can take cabinets, and the cabinets can make a whole kitchen. I mean. You paint some walls and throw some nice cabinets uh, in there, yeah, right? And some granite countertops. You take a little tiny. You've seen those little tiny kitchens and with the glass smoke glass windows. I mean, man. it just forms the whole kitchen. No, it does. So, I just started loving those, and then people just kept calling me, and then I did some brochures and a little advertisement, and just kind of picked up. And I don't even touch the amount of business I I could you know, drum up if I actually focused on it. Wow. I'm getting, I get leads just, just going and telling people I sell cabinets. Right. Wow. So, yeah. And that's the power of networking though, mm -hmm. because you be networking. Right. Yo, people, they don't understand <laughs> like you, you network. So the power of networking is amazing because if you can get the business and be as successful as you are by word of mouth, that mm -hmm. says a lot. So, right. So, Lady, let me ask you this, though. So, whenever you, I know, whenever you decided to do the trucking, did you guys decide, like, you were going to do um, certain type of contracts? Because am I, I just want to make sure I get this correct. So, whenever you do your loads, it's based off of contracts, right? Um, so, you can do it that way. Um, mm -hmm. We focus more on expedited freight. So, um Part of it, when we got into trucking, was right during COVID, and it was that conversation of, if we lost our jobs tomorrow, what would we do, and what right. would we enjoy? And we spent 30 minutes um, just writing down whatever ideas came into our head. And so um, my partner actually spent a significant amount of time um, determining the most inexpensive way to break into trucking. Everybody wants thinks trucking and they want to go and buy a semi. Well, they're like a hundred thousand dollars. So yeah, they, um, so we uh decided to go with what's called a hot shot, um, which essentially is the pickup truck that you see with the real long trailer in the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and you're picking up some the loads that are too small for a semi truck to take or um, that need more direct shipping or expedited shipping. And so you can get contracts for those too, um, but we find that we do most of our stuff off of what's called load boards. Um, mm. and, and you just find each day it's a hustle. Um, you're finding what's out there, who needs what sent when. Um, usually on a load board, it's going to be a little more... Um, they're they're gonna have they're gonna have a, a, a more of a need for it yeah, and contracts yeah, yeah. sometimes will develop from those relationships you might do something on the load board and then you know you really cultivate that relationship from there and then now that person's calling you back gotcha. um, and so i the other thing that we've kind of been focusing on lately is how do you marry the two businesses. So, you know, I've got places that I go get my cabinets from or go get my flooring from. Well, I'm not the only person that they're shipping stuff to. So not only uh, do I want to buy my flooring and my cabinets and stuff like that from you, but who who are you paying to ship this to the next investor that doesn't have trucks and trailers? Because gotcha. now you pay me, I can ship it to them and I still am 
developing a relationship with you on both ends. Right. Um, gotcha. Yeah. So, everything you know we're just trying to when it comes to networking i am the worst tracy will tell you i don't go to nothing <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, i feel but like so, so Lasia, but so Lasia, i'm gonna be honest she's a beast mm -hmm. i mean i ain't gonna lie like the girl's brain is a super brain yeah it's yeah i could tell she, man she, i'm, she I'm takes listening the pieces and then and the thing is it's the so that I'm a, I'm a brag on her. So she's not gonna do it herself. She might not um, network externally, but she networks internally. Mm -hmm. She can take her family members and the people that she knows and move everybody and adjust them in the right place so that it is a, its own internal network working together, feeding each other, hands right. on, coming you know piling up in the house, getting things knocked out, painting delivery this person's doing that like it's crazy she has she has built an internal network that right. i don't know I, in all my years i have never met anyone that could do <laughs> it that way with the That's family and just always usually backbiting bickering all that kind of yeah, stuff yeah yeah all that no, no assignments no paychecks like she's running she she doesn't just hire her family she pays her family. Right. <laughs> we have a tendency not to do that. I'm sorry. But, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. People take advantage of their family a lot. What she's doing now is she's circulating that wealth. That's so dope, man. So look, so with the truck, so can you, uh, do y'all wrap the trailer, the back part of it, so advertisement could go on the trucks actually when you're driving? No. Um, it's funny that you even asked that because I just had a question or just asked that question not so long ago of like, maybe it'd be worth wrapping the truck, but everything has really been so organic and so, right. um, mm -hmm. you know, word of mouth and, and putting, um, you know, not to be like super spiritual, but, you know, right. I, I feel like um, yeah. God right. put the right people in the right place at the right, right. time. Um, right. And so all the extra advertisement, if you will, hasn't really been a necessary. Right. It's not a necessary, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, um, <clears throat> don't ever not being spiritual. Like, listen, we ain't gonna mm -hmm. ever, you know, <laughs> you know, put that in, in nobody's pocket. If, if that's where it is, that's where it right. is. I'm, I think for me, I'm thinking more so, not based on the advertising on that need, I mean, the base of creating another business. Because mm -hmm. now, you know what I'm saying, you can market for those companies that understand that they got these things for retail. So mm -hmm. they're paying you to market in, you wrap it for 30 days uh, and then take it off. So I'm it's another business within the business just because they're driving. And oh, then, that's so smart. Let me smack you. And then <laughs> but then you got routes. So on mm -hmm. those routes, you got always, and then now you can tell the people exactly where the truck gonna be going or this route they're gonna be going. These are the eyes, mm -hmm. and this is the like average. a moving billboard. Exactly. Yeah. So you can I do moving billboards. I hadn't even thought of that, but that's that's an idea. Because yeah. I think they yeah, paid nice. a hundred a hundred dollars a day just um, to do it and then it's not and I'm always driving like, around. imagine yeah. this now imagine this now they have the digital screens now that you could put on I the know. side of them yeah you know what i mean that that change every few seconds so now mm -hmm. not only are you doing that you got multiple because now you got every 30 seconds you got a new advertisement that could go through but you drive it Right. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And people oh. are seeing that. And it's 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 just it's it's crazy. But at the same time, the people you're delivering for, if they have retail and if they marketing, they'll go ahead and double up with y'all because they like, mm -hmm. yo, yeah, this is gonna help marketing promote exactly what I'm getting shipped. 
Mm-hmm. But it's just an idea. It's just something to think about. You know That's okay. Saying? All you got to do is plant the seed with her. You'll have, <laughs> have a whole corporation based off of something like that. Give it, give I mean, it's months. it's just so fly because, I mean, if you think yeah, about it, you know. Yo, every 30 days. I mean, you know, they could get it wrapped or you could put it on the screen, either one. But it's mm-hmm. like, it's so dope. And then yeah. it's so well, many different... Like- yeah. It's just so many different sides, too. You got three sides of the truck, even the part that pulled down in the back. That right there is, you know. Anyway, all right. So what we're gonna do we like I think the thing is though, when it comes down to entrepreneurship, it's it's a way that it all can work. The one thing about it is that people are afraid to give other people ideas with the fact that they think that that person is going to leave them or leave them behind or, yo, let me not say this because they're going to do it and not. Look, it ain't about that. Like you said, spiritually, when you put something in the atmosphere, it's going to come back. And if it's yours, there's nothing anybody can do to take it away. And I think so. I'm going to spin off of that. I just. And, and I'm sorry, I just I just a thought popped in my head. But right, when it. I first started doing this business, I kind of broke away and was doing a lot on my own. Of course, I had the guys that I hired, but I was by myself. So I did the marketing, the accounting, the this, the that. Now, mind you, I think I pulled in a, a net profit by myself going to the job sites every day of like 350000 Now, I'm going to tell you, in that 350000 I got no vacation. I had health problems. I had no relaxation. I had, um, um, you know, it, it, things were were getting done, but they weren't getting done correctly. Right. But, you know, everything was a rush. Everything was last minute. Everything was like, we got a deadline. Let me hurry up and get this done. So I had to put something else to the side to do it. And I say right. all of this to say, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you have to have a team spirit. You have to treat it, the, the relationships that you make, you have to see how to take it and grow it as a team. Everybody has something to contribute, right? And right. and setting up your businesses, I mean, you do what you got to do when you got to do it. But as you grow your business, you want to also grow the people that are involved on your team. That's a fact. And not be afraid that, oh, they're going to they're gonna steal my clients away. They're going to say, because right. whatever is yours is yours. And shooting yourself in the foot or holding yourself back or being constipated with the flow because True. you're afraid is not how an entrepreneur, we jump. Mm. Entrepreneurs jump. We take That's the right. leap, right? You, you're a perfect right. example. You take, you, I've, I've seen you lead crazy, Raji, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, mean, so, I mean, you know, hey, like I said, you know, it's, it comes a time where, you know, most people want to talk or they want to learn. But right. then they don't apply when it comes right. to either one. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just got to figure out whatever you're going to do and pull that trigger. I know we say that a lot in real estate. Like, you know, pull the trigger. When you talk to different people, I don't care if it's a mentor, they're going to tell you, pull the trigger. They're going right. to say, once you figure it, pull the trigger. You, If you get a thought in your mind, it's for you. Mm-hmm. So whenever you share it and you put it in the atmosphere, it'll come back. That's what I'm saying. So, like, giving each other ideas, that's the one thing about having which I, I wish we did more so with what they call think tank mm-hmm. where a bunch of with a bunch of people get together they figure out different everybody's business and figure out different ways that they can help give those people in their business other ideas to help elevate their business and do they do that do they do that no they don't do that they don't do that no more no way but a lot of times they don't do it is because you know 
when we get that, when you get into that whole scenario about business, then you got people who always are think thinking about the money first. Mm -hmm. As long as people think about the money first, they're always going to be on the wrong spirit. Because mm -hmm. if you think about what you're doing, like it's the product. If you think about the product first, the money going to come. Right. If you think about the numbers, the money going to come. If you take the emotion out of it, the money going to come. The, the money is not the issue. It's the fact of what's the product. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, and if the product is what we're talking about, then why can't people come together, put their minds together, and then figure it out? They don't do that no more. You know, like we go to the um the, the real estate investment meetings, and right. when you go in there, it's almost like a think tank. The only difference is a lot of people in there don't talk. Mm -hmm. A lot of people right. are like soaking up, right? right? Trying to figure out what they could get for themselves, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with that. We understand that. But right. after it, they don't network, they don't talk, they don't ask no questions, they just mm -hmm. shoot, and they out. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Or they go to the person that they think has something that they want. And they and that's no the only person they talk to. Anything that you know that that's an excellent idea. Um, you, what you just yeah, said about man. that version yeah. of networking. What do you, what, you come to network, but come to give, don't come yeah. to take. Yeah. yeah. Because it's something for everybody. And then you never know, man, like that one idea that you get that could spark something else. And then you never know that person may come back to you. Like, look, man, I appreciate what you did for me. Yo, boom. Right. Right. I figured out this, I got this idea over here and somebody told me, let me turn you on to this. It's like, um, when I, when I look at that, I always think about, you know, karma, you know, people always try to use karma in a negative connotation when they talk right, about Right, but karma. it works both ways. But it's a such thing as positive karma too. Definitely. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm Definitely. saying? Like you put, you do right by people, it's going to come back to you right. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're going to go through a few things. Good people go through bad things. You know what I mean? But that's how we appreciate the good things. If we didn't, we wouldn't appreciate it, right? And I'm a perfect so, example of that. <laughs> before, before, before we, you know, saying before we get out, because we got, we got, we got a little bit more time though. But I want to talk to y'all about how is it that y'all are able to stay motivated? What type of support do you feel like is needed? Because, because <laughs> people feel like, yo, if so and so ain't with me, or so and so ain't staying, no, I ain't gonna do it. I, mm -hmm. I only could do it if the person that I'm around or with or people that you associate with agree. And that's not mm -hmm. how that goes. No, you got you your own purpose you in gotta life. Find your, you got to find your like-minded spirits and connect with them. And a lot of times, or some of the times, they are outside of your genetic pool mm -hmm. and, or or your, your romantic pool. Mm -hmm. I, I just finished having a conversation that You'd be surprised how many significant others, both male and female, will be so afraid of their spouse or girlfriend or whatever excelling or, or evolving into something so magnificent that they can't hold on to them. So they hold them back. Gotcha. And the yeah. person who loves them allows it because they'd rather keep the relationship than see how far they can go. Right. Mm. It happens a lot so you gotta sometimes step outside to find i, I don't even the remember how I met Malaysia, but you find your 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 angels who say you know suck it up we're gonna make it do this we're gonna calculate recalculate right Salasia? we're gonna mm -hmm. add this i'm gonna do the budget again you could do it just hold on or 
they get you drunk. Like, <laughs> say forget about it, and then next thing you know, the next day something happens, and then boom. Right. Yo, what was I worrying about anyway, in the first place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Salaja, yeah, let me, how do you feel about that? Like, how important is it the 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 still move, even if you're not feeling motivated or supported by those you feel like you're supposed to be? You definitely have to find your circle. Um, and then you also have to understand that some journeys you're not gonna have motivation and it's not meant for everybody to go and it's not meant for everybody to understand if something was placed on your heart on your spirit or whatever um sometimes we go through this process of trying to get we we heard something for us and then we try to get the people around us to validate it Right. But sometimes that's validation is not going to come. You have to know and trust within yourself right. what it is that you're getting, um, what your purpose is, and, and then go from there. Um, so, so I'll say on one hand, definitely, like Tracy said, find your circle, find your people. On the other hand, learn to to be your own safe space. Gotcha. To be your own motivation. Your own superhero. And your own your own superhero to push yourself through the days. And, and when I say that's just yourself, I, I, I don't necessarily mean that, you know, that team of me philosophy, because I don't believe in that. Nobody gets yeah. anywhere by themselves. Right, right, right. right. Whatever your thing is, whatever your safe space, whether that safe space is spending time with family, whether that recalibrating space is 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 going to church or going to the gym or whatever, but you need to know what that space is with you that you can push through even when you're not motivated. Because there's gonna be exactly. a whole lot of days that you don't getting mm. up, Please. you don't feel like staying up, you don't feel like doing whatever it is. That oh you my god! And you hate everybody. Exactly, you hate everybody and don't want to talk to nobody. And so, you still got to do it, though, right? You still got to do it. You still and, have and to I, do And it. I think that's the one thing um, a lot of people don't do. They stop at that. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? They stop at whatever that thing is that got them in that place and position or in that mode in the, in the first place. Because I, I'm a firm believer that a lot of times your subconscious dictates what you really are going definitely. to do in does. your, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to how you really are as a person. Mm -hmm. You know, manifestation and affirmations is so important in anything you do in entrepreneurial. Because if you kind of put yourself in that position, if you don't already speak it and you don't believe it in yourself, how are you going to expect somebody else to believe? Or how are you going to get the universe to work for you if you're not putting, if you're not telling the universe what to do? You know, right. we we doing too much asking. Like right. it's not there. It's like, yo, you got to tell it. Tell it's it. already there. You tell it what you wanted to do. Tell what you say, what you want. Say how you want to do it and then go do it. Visualize it, go do it. You know what I mean? A lot of people are scared to imagine or use their imagination. Once they become an adult, somewhere along right. the line, people told mm -hmm. them to stop using your imagination. Mm -hmm. And this is so important. Your imagination is the most important thing that you can have as an adult. Or if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you've got to have imagination. Because if not, how can you see past Salasia? Like you said, how can you see past this first house? Mm -hmm. going into full. How can you see past that? Or Tracy, how can you see past going in there, painting a house, or going in there and saying, hold on, I could figure out a product that just go inside the house and I ain't got to paint nothing. I can just bring the color, bring the whatever. Like, 
it gotta be a transition in there, yo, mm -hmm. that helps you say to yourself, like, yo, I can see that I can imagine myself doing that. And that's why it was so important talking to y'all today, man. And I'm very, very, very appreciative of y'all giving me y'all time, giving the people y'all time, first off, you know what I mean? And sharing some of the things about yourselves that make y'all who y'all are and tick on a day-to-day -day basis, especially when it comes to real estate investment or investment and in, in all together. I know you ladies do way more than the things that we talked about tonight. But we want to give them an opportunity or you guys an opportunity to come back on another time. We're going to talk about other things because mm -hmm. Sparking Conversation, I talk about so many different topics that we have, you know, dealing with as a people and as a culture. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I want to come back and get into some of the other hustles. And then, Tracy, you already know what we got going on. We're going to have another one. We're coming on talking about a lot of the things that we're doing at, at, at 40 Mill. Right. You know what I'm saying? And at the same time. You know, I just want to make sure that people know, like, if they want to get in contact and see the things that y'all doing, maybe see some of the properties y'all have available or anything, how can they get in contact with y'all? Uh, well, um, we're both on Facebook. But go ahead, Salasia. Tell them because her um, Instagram videos are, are something to watch. <laughs> um, you, I have um, I have so many Instagrams. But for real <laughs> stuff, um, I am at artist view underscore properties and that's a R T I S view underscore properties. Um, Tracy always jokes and says, I need a camera to follow me around. So wow, I'm she's trying, a to, <laughs> I'm trying to do better with um, posting all the things that we've run into, but definitely keep up with all the different projects um, on that page. That's dope. That's dope. All right, what up, Trey? Tell them, tell them how they can figure out what's going on with you. Um, well, I'm uh, Tracy Pink Hammer Mebbin. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, I think it's just uh, Tracy underscore Pink Hammer, um, all one word. And uh, I have a, a Facebook page called The Day in the Life of an Entrepreneur, which, you know, you can look at. And I post things, encouragement, you know, things that kind of... Uh, you know, funny things, some videos I make. I, I got a little warped sense of humor, so bear with me. But yeah, so it's yeah, crazy. It's crazy. Tracy, just look for Tracy Pink Hammer. I'm, I got a pink suit on and, and a smile that looks like it was painted on. I, I still don't know how I did that. That's <laughs> so funny. That's so funny. And you have your own podcast as well. So make um, sure Chicken people go check. Blues. Yes. That's right. That's right. Blues. Yeah. So make sure y'all check that out. And again, I appreciate all y'all for checking us out. Don't forget that today's show was sponsored by Collective Way. Y'all already know. I got on the Goddess and God collection right now. Yo, y'all know what we're doing out here. Don't forget that, you know, support is something that you can give and you can receive it. Right. It doesn't always mean that, you know, you're going to get something out of it, but something can come from it just by you being willing to be a participant in the growth of someone else. So don't be afraid. All the people that's watching, don't be afraid to step outside of your box. Don't be afraid to step outside of your comfort zone. And definitely don't be afraid to get money. You don't have mm. to focus on how much. You just got to focus on the process of making sure that you can always get money. If you work a nine to five, we encourage you to say to yourself, if I lost my job today, what would I do? If I got up this morning and I went to work or got myself together to do my normal routine and that routine was shut off, how would I continue to go? How would I continue to grow? And if you don't think about that now, then when that time comes, trust me, it'll be a rat race for you trying to figure out what you're going to eat. Mm -hmm. And then you definitely not going to be thinking about investing. 
So while you got the comfortability of it right now, y'all, please right. think about it. Figure out something. There's so many different things to get into. We hope that we inspired y'all to at least look into anything that y'all can research that's dealing with real estate, different types of real estate. Contact us separately if y'all want to figure out some other things. that, Like I said, we're going to put together this mastermind coming up soon, y'all. And if y'all want to come, we're going to sell tickets. We're not going to just put it up there. These ladies are going to be on a panel. We're going to have a dope panel up there that you can ask questions with. And we can all build. But, you know, we ain't going to have y'all sit up here saying, I'm going to come and then don't show up. Right. You know what I mean? Right. We're going to have food and all that other stuff there. Making sure everybody comfortable. We're going to get in there and build with nothing but entrepreneurs or the mindset of entrepreneurs that we're going to come out of that just like we're supposed to oh, on the ground good. running. You know what I'm saying? So again, thank you ladies so much for joining me. I appreciate y'all yeah. so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we got to chop funny. it up again, y'all, on some other yeah. stuff. We got to chop it up again, y'all. Definitely. Word up. All right, definitely. So I appreciate y'all. Um, Hold on. Don't 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 go away real quick. I'm gonna um, okay. end the show and then we're gonna come back to it though. But I definitely appreciate y'all, all right? Thank all right. you. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. All right. So look, y'all, I want y'all to um I want y'all to think about this, man. You know, even if y'all don't do nothing else, I want y'all to really take advantage of figuring out replay this message or replay this video. And then just, you know what I'm saying, try to figure out different ways for you guys out there that's watching to get into some real estate you know, or get into some type of investment. Again, thank y'all from Collective Wig, right? Y'all know what to do. Get with us, y'all. If y'all want to get some of the merchandise, all you got to do is go to my link tree and then you can find the merch tab and you can support all the merchandise, get y'all some fall gear, get y'all some fall wear, and we'll keep on moving. Again, thank y'all for streaming. All the music that y'all streaming out there, thank y'all so much. It's really moving out there. I appreciate y'all. That record feels so good. It's moving. Y'all are doing such a good job of push and play. I appreciate all of y'all out there to take the time to rock with anything I'm doing. This is your boy where I want. Again, like I said, y'all, we sparking and we conversating. Until next week, y'all, double salute. Word up.